Have you seen my hey? Have you seen my friend? Oh, I'm so excited. I get dancing with faces off. No respect, no honor. Easy, easy. And they look Hopping like dogs. Dogs. Just hoping something will break in that pierce spot. Are you a soldier? Baby face boys. Very funny. No heels allowed. Huh. <laughs> Woo! Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Babyface Bullies podcast. I'm Sammers. And I'm Vintown. We're here in the fishbowl because this week we're debuting video podcasts. Did Catch I shave? On. No. Did I? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we have video, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Whatever you use, you can now listen to this, which you are listening to this, so. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. And I'm still Miss Keepo Distance, as you said, still in the lockdown. Our state officially, unofficially, lockdown, sort of, question mark, to be determined. Right. We don't care what everyone else is doing, we're doing it. I'm staying at home. This couch, love it. My best friend. My second best friend. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope y'all are doing well. Because we're doing great. <laughs> uh, we watched some wrestling this week. So we're going to start off with what we watched this week. Uh, honestly, we didn't watch as much as we usually do. We watched AEW Dark. I'm not sure I remember anything about it except for Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. Sh- uh, Shug D. Shug D. Sugar Dunkerton, yeah. my boy. Great to see him. I hope uh, he gets some more chances. I do, too. He's fun. He was at the first wrestling show we ever went to together, yep. which was when we officially started dating. So. Yeah, Chikara. We'll have to rewatch that one of these days. Yeah. What else do we have to do? Because I probably don't remember any <laughs> of it because I have the memory of a goldfish, hence the fishbowl. That's true. Yeah. Uh, we spent our weekend watching Terrace House. Oh, God. But uh, we also watched AEW Dynamite last night, Wednesday night. Yes. Which was a little different. Yes. Different. But still good. Still really good. Cody, I think, did. I think he did a great job on commentary. Yeah. I could, like, there was points where, like, Sammy Guevara and Kenny Omega are having a four-star match. <laughs> and he's like, uh, hey, what do you think about Star Trek? <laughs> and I was like, shut up, you nerd. Put her shirt on. Yeah. And I was confused because they released that thing, that Instagram, where it was like, every time Cody says, wait a minute, take a drink. So I was kind of like paying attention for that. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think he I said it. I didn't hear it a single time. So was it a joke? Did we get played? Right. He should have been like this. Stop. Wait, wait a, a minute. minute. <laughs> I got a match. Put some liquor in it. Or this. Wait a minute. The TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> the best part of the show to me was sammy guevara drawing some drawing a crowd oh my god drawing a crowd oh my god he is on another level i just got that that was <laughs> you, you can't even put it into words yeah i mean like i said before there was a one picture that was like a star trek captain Yes. Which drove Cody insane. 
and totally distracted him from the whole match. Yeah. But the whole deal where it was a picture of Brandy, mm. then he made out with her, and then he tore it up. I tore mean, it up. Jesus. What a legend. He was my wrestler of the week last week. Huh? Will he repeat? Mm. I guess you have to stick around and find out. To be determined. Any other uh, memories of AEW oh, Dynamite God. this week? My new favorite wrestler, Vanguard One. <laughs> okay, imagine. I mean, this is something we have to do often, and I'm sure a lot of people, all four of you watching this and listening to this, can relate. First of all, explaining why you like professional wrestling to a person who doesn't is kind of... It can get complicated. Yeah, right. To explain Chris Jericho, a veteran wrestler... Be- Someone they might know, honestly. Yeah, true. Right. And if not, you could say, you know, Fozzie. Right. They'd be like, oh, hell yeah. yeah. That's my favorite band. Yeah. That's number one at the jukebox at the bar of the street. For me, it goes Fozzie... The Beatles, Rolling Stones, you know, whatever. Yeah. So Chris Jericho wearing a pink sequin blazer in a ring in an empty stadium, giving a speech like a Tony Robbins speech. Right. And then to have a drone come down and Chris Jericho is cutting a promo on a drone and he's... He starts off by saying, hey, guard. Right. (laughs) Like they're old chums, you know? Guard. (laughs) Guard, come on, bro. We've been through this. We've been through worse. We can get through this. And then, like, the drone is flying away. He's like, hey, man, where are you going? Come back. Come back. Right. (laughs) There's so many layers. Like, how do you even... I can't even explain it, and I'm a fan. Right. So how do you expect someone else to relate, understand it? But I fucking loved it. I died. Like that is that is why I like wrestling. Like you couldn't have that in any other form of entertainment. Right. Like if you made me watch Modern Family, and the old man dad was talking to a drone, <laughs> El Bundy, yeah, being like, hey my old friend like i'd be like no turn it (laughs) off but like chris jericho a man who a wrestler who i'm not really a fan of i yeah i know he's a good heel he's a great heel to see that i'm like okay i like chris jericho yeah that's fucking hilarious that's like hilarious but also like amazing the level of dedication it takes to do something (laughs) like that is just it's off the charts. You can't yeah. even like we can hardly it. hold a conversation with each other. <laughs> right. To hold a conversation with a drone, <laughs> iconic. Uh, and then that was only the beginning because then Matt Hardy came out and teleported, teleported all across the place. Yeah. Talked to his fans, which included JFK. Not JF- Ma- Martin was Luther- JFK there? Wasn't he? Abraham Lincoln. Oh, Abraham Lincoln. I'm sorry. Abraham Lincoln. I was JFK. thinking of presidents who got <laughs> shot. And... <laughs> so, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, Maximilian. Yeah. And they're just. And yeah, they're talking. Maybe it went on a little too long. Maybe not. But then he's 
deleting deleting fire at, and you know normally if it's like the undertaker and kane and they're like throwing lightning at people it's like come on this is dumb but for some reason this worked it yeah. probably has something to do with an empty arena and the coronavirus but yeah. like when we're all going a little stir crazy so why shouldn't our favorite wrestling show go a little stir crazy you know right like we have to have fire right that's like one of the biggest complaints about WWE right now is they're acting like everything is normal. We just don't have any fans. Nothing's normal in AEW. They have essences. Chris, yeah. Chris Jericho's talking to a drone. <laughs> De- fire can't... is getting deleted at people. <laughs> Get over it. Just a great time. So we were very entertained. I enjoyed it. I felt kind of like maybe they didn't practice their promo, which you probably don't practice. But, like, they were talking over each other at some points. It just felt like we need you guys. We need you guys to to fill up the last 20 minutes of the show. Mm -hmm. Just make it work. And maybe they had 10 minutes of material that they tried to make work, you know? Yeah. Or something like that. But whatever it was, it's it's fine. Mm -hmm. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It's going to lead somewhere and it'll be fun. So we're happy with that. One thing that people weren't happy about though is this week's controversy controversy Uh, as a part of AEW Dynamite this week Brody Lee did a backstage segment where he was dressed awfully familiar he basically wore a Vince McMahon suit from the early 90s and he was eating steak well known to be Vince McMahon's favorite food. Uh and then he maybe his only food, actually, <laughs> if you look at him. And he also got really mad when someone sneezed. And some people were really upset about this, which I don't know why. It's just a joke. And if anyone has a reason to complain about that person, it's probably Brody Lee, who had to be friends with Bray Wyatt for the past six years. <laughs> So what did you think of this segment? Did you get any of that? I know you don't consume the Observer in the same way a lot of people do. I did. Like, he was eating, and then the other guy started eating, and he's like, no one eats before I do. And I kind of said, is this, is this like he's trying to be Vince McMahon? And then the other guy sneezed, and I said, wait, I think I know that's a thing from what you've told me. Right. Like, no one can, like, sneeze or hiccup. Yeah, he doesn't believe that sick is real, and he doesn't think people should sneeze. He would have murdered me today. I 18 times just... Yeah, you'd been fired. (laughs) So I kind of caught on to that. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's funny. And like you said, if anyone has anything to say about it, it would be Brody Lee, someone who's been vastly misused. Yeah, I think that the if they really wanted to put it over the top, they should have had Brody Lee ask like John Silver or Alex Reynolds if he could do a Southern accent because that's supposedly one of Vince McMahon's big complaints about Brody Lee is like he looked at at him as Luke Harper and he's like, "Can you do a Southern accent?" And he couldn't because he's like from upstate New York and they have like one brain cell up there, and and so it was like, "Oh well, your your push is over. You can't do a Southern accent." I picture you as a Southerner. That's like a, that's like an internet story that's out there. Wow. Or also another Vince McMahon story is like he eats ketchup on his steak. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
you're eating a steak. How could you not just have a bottle of Heinz 57 right there? I guess even Brody Lee has like creative standards. Yeah. He's like, look, I get it. You know, I get doing the gimmick, but I'm not putting fucking ketchup on yeah, the steak. On I'm not. Steak. I'm not a savage. <laughs> savage. Classic bougie ratchet. <laughs> Doesn't NXT have that character, which is like supposedly Tony Khan? Oh, yeah. Um. Robert Stone. Yeah, Chelsea Green's manager. People was like, yeah. that's Tony Khan. That's Tony Khan. Yeah. So it's like, whatever, eye for an eye or whatever you want to do. It's all just like stupid. And it's only for people who pay way too much attention, like people like us who notice things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, do you think my dad caught on to that? Uh, I don't. Mm, no. Since we didn't watch too much wrestling this week, let's go to the news. And this week's the fuck news what the fuck now is this our designated undertaker's news section because once again the fuck news is undertaker undertaker and michelle mccool michelle mccool last week we talked about their weird trip to a myrtle beach <laughs> tiger store anyway um michelle mccool celebrated is it her birthday no it, it was his? It was The Undertaker's birthday. Oh, happy 85th birthday. Happy R.I.P. birthday, undead, immortal. (laughs) Undertaker. And uh, Michelle McCool celebrated by posting an Instagram photo of a sweatshirt that Mean Mark himself bought for her. Uh, Sam, do you have the writing that is on that sweatshirt? I do. Good men still exist. I know because I have one. He was born in March. He has anger issues and serious dislike for stupid people. I guess he would dislike me because I can't read this sweatshirt. But I am his queen. He is my whole world. I love him forever and always. Yes, he bought me this shirt. Now, if you couldn't guess, this is definitely one of those uh, Facebook or Instagram ads where they steal all your personal information and make a shirt and try and sell it to you. Yeah, highly specific shirt. Right. (laughs) Like if we had it. Yeah, my husband's born in December and we have a podcast (laughs) together where we talk about wrestling. And we both have speech impediments (laughs) (laughs) anyone who buys one of those shirts is so stupid and i guess that includes the dead man himself (laughs) that streak at wrestlemania 30 it really fucked up his whole life it did so okay as far as i know undertaker just joined instagram like a year or two ago maybe longer i don't know did he have a Facebook persona? No, like when he got an Instagram, everyone was like, what the hell? This guy yeah. should not be on social media. If there's one wrestler who shouldn't be on social media, this is the one. So to get an ad like that, what was he doing online? <laughs> and what was he doing online that would lead to the shirt saying... 
he has anger issues <laughs> and hates stupid people. Honestly, I can't see Undertaker putting in his PayPal to buy that. But maybe. But I don't know. It said, yes, he bought me this shirt. <laughs> so that's it for the fuck news. For some real news, we're going to go to the top wrestling reporter in the world. The one, the only. Seductive Dave Meltzer. So seductive. Shane McMahon, who is employed only as a performer and has no office role, earned $2,082,011 for his acting as general manager of SmackDown until he was written off the show and 15 matches, including WrestleMania and matches in Saudi Arabia. What? <laughs> what I did I just read? I, I love, love my, my daddy. daddy. My <laughs> superhero <laughs> pays me $2 million, $82 million for 15 matches. I love my daddy. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Those are like the worst matches of my life. How is this possible? I'm so mad. This is how. Daddy. I'm so mad that my dad didn't own a wrestling company. <laughs> and allow me to make $2 million for doing fuck all. Yeah. No office role. I wonder if he gets health insurance. He needs it. Because he's going to die. <laughs> oh, God. He's he going to die. die. <laughs> Do you think he has to use all those dollar bills to just wipe up all his sweat? Because he, like, walks one step and he's sweating so much. Also, why does he wrestle in sweatpants? <laughs> here's, a, here's a question. Okay. I'm not trying to, like, make you mad or anything. But do you think that Asuka made $2 million and $82,011 last year? I don't want to know. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. This is terrible. But I do know she has 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. And if you're not subscribed to her, go subscribe because she deserves it. And Shane McMahon, I'm glad he was written off the show. Because you're daddy's little boy and you're not even good enough to be on the show. He's probably still getting paid that to not be oh, on the show. fuck all. <laughs> $2,082,011. The $11 is for his 15 matches. <laughs> <laughs> he got like 75 cents a match. $2 million was just his fuck off to Connecticut or wherever they was. Okay, we have a very special guest here on the Babyface Bullies podcast. You've heard about him. You've seen his matches on YouTube. Dan Manners, welcome to the show. Oh, highlight of my life to be here. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's good to know I got a little bit of reach, but uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, Today we're bringing you in for a little diva madness. What are we going to watch today? I cannot believe we are going to watch Dis the Diva from 2004, which was a part of the Diva Search. Uh, this is literally the greatest three minutes and 10 seconds of Raw that I have watched in probably the last 12 months. So I am so excited to watch this. Okay, I understand you did a little research on the contestants. Who do we got here? Yeah, so, well, the Diva Search is interesting because we actually came out with like four full-time Diva wrestlers out of this whole thing. So 
Chrissy Hemme, as everybody knows, Candace Michelle, Michelle McCool, and Maria Canellis all came out of the 2004 Diva Search. Uh, but the other interesting part about this is Carmella, who gets roasted through this whole segment, is actually married to Jeff Garcia, who is a Grey Cup champion. Uh, and as you may know, I am from Canada. He is a former Calgary Stampeder. And then uh, Joy Giovanni actually got to be a playable character in Raw vs. SmackDown 2006. So I guess some people amounted to things after this, so that's pretty good. We really should have looked at uh, who was left out of SmackDown 2006 <laughs> and see like who really got screwed on that deal. <laughs> like, no Jericho, but Joy Giovanni made it. I feel like that's fair. Was Heidenreich in, in that version of the game as well? Uh, I would hope so. <laughs> we can talk about Heidenreich later. That's a whole other segment. Yeah, so I guess let's uh, watch the best segment of 2004. All right. It's the diva. Oh, I love this. Just so just because you haven't got along before, we're going to have a referee come out. Just it should to make be noted sure that everyone is wearing bikinis right now. Let them get physical. Uh, it should Are also be noted that they're having a referee now, come out for a talking segment. So this should be you just must diss each one of your fellow contestants. Oh. So, Joy, your 30 seconds starts now. Thank you, Stacy. Amy, hmm, let's Little too firm oh, for my oh, taste. Grabbing her boobs. <laughs> I think you need to learn how to get a good spanking. That's right. <laughs> spanking Christy, I mean. Okay. Carmella, you talk a lot of shit. Look at you. You got a gap so wide, you can drive a truck right through there, baby. Oh my gosh. Anything else to say? No. Carmella has nothing. She's weak and little. She doesn't even want to be a diva, you guys. <laughs> So she supposed to hit her after the budget. Right, oh god. Let's just... see what you got. Well, that's just a king. Joy, you need to learn how to lick a pie. <laughs> what? Okay, you need to settle your ass down. Whore, you don't have any respect for the WWE. You know about wrestling. And guess what? Having a in your mouth has nothing to do with wrestling. I think she said having a timbit in your mouth. I think that's what it was. The sense of that part. Okay. It's a very Canadian answer of you. <laughs> we are live. All right, Carmella, here's your chance to fight back. Oh, God. I thought you were jealous of me, Amy. You didn't want to you didn't want to you didn't want to be me, right? Okay, you didn't want to be me. Who tried out for Playboy, Amy? And they laughed. They laughed. Enjoy what a great role. You are, Mom. What a great role model. Talk on TV. Yeah, shake that fat ass. Shake oh that my fat God. ass. Shake your fat ass. This... I hope you win, honey. That's all I have to say. If I don't win this contest, I hope you win. So the nice part about this is that they all like Christy Hemme. So honey, at least they're all being nice to one person. Didn't your mothers tell you not to mess with fire? It's hot. And I will burn you. Joy, is this the only thing you can do? Amy, it looks like you've been sucking on something sour because those lips look like a fish. What? And Carmella, you're a burping gutter slut. You guys? I'm going to come down on all of you. Oh my god. And she pops the slits. 
So. I, I like your flexibility. Oh my god. All right, now that the work. trash talking is over, it's time for you, the fans, to vote for your favorite Devo contestant. So, so Stacey Keebler was with George Clooney uh, after this. So, God bless everybody's heart in that whole situation. I guess where I sit back is like, so Chrissy Hemi had like a scripted speech, which was terrible. And then ended it off on just a ruthless tangent about uh, words that I don't even know I can say on your podcast. Like Christy was like, you have big lips to one girl. And the next girl, she's like, string of expletives. <laughs> like, there has to be a story with Carmela, right? Like, I think all three girls basically made a blowjob reference with her. The Go thing ahead. that I'm even more curious about is Carmela says i if i hope you win if i don't win i hope you win is that how positive reinforcement works like i if i don't win i hope you win and then vince if, if i said that to you are you gonna are you gonna say these things to me <laughs> right call you a bleep 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 <laughs> and I, I don't even know what to say it's so intense <laughs> And it's so, like Christy Hemi starts her promo by talking about her hair, like, I'm redhead and fire is hot. And then to go from that start to that end is just absolutely insane. I don't, man, I, like, there are no words to describe this segment because, as I stated before we watched it, this is by far, as much of a train wreck as it is, it's by far one of the most entertaining things I've watched in the last 12 months of WWE and at least these people have personality because uh, when I watch the main programs we don't get a lot of this stuff so it's a nice trade-off but holy smokes like I am not sure what they were trying to achieve with this at all yeah this is definitely a advertisement for scripted promos this is why you want to script the promos because <laughs> there's definitely kids in that audience and they just heard some words that they could never unhear I, I also have to ask this question because I just realized there's a sign in the crowd and it says someone 86 the divas. What is that? What's 86? 86 is like in a restaurant when you sell out of chicken, like 86 chicken. So like they don't want any more divas is what I think. What they're saying. <laughs> so this guy got like fifth row seats for this side. That is even better. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyways, uh this is just this is outstanding. Yeah. Uh two thousand four was a very different time. But I don't think it was I don't think this was okay even then. <laughs> no. Well then I, I guess it was for a lot of things, but I I did also notice I guess if you want to have me back on the podcast at any point in time, we can watch the uh WWE NXT Rookie Diva Challenge, which was also just the Diva, and that was in 2010. Okay, we'll have to come back for that one. <laughs> I'm guessing that one's a little less... I wonder if they're just yelling at Matt Stryker the whole time. Less fellatio references on that one. <laughs> we might be surprised, to be honest with you. <laughs> so who oh ends up winning God. here? Christy Hemi? So Hemi wins. Hemi wins. And she gets graced with what a theme song she gets from this. Out of this whole event, she gets an amazing theme song from the Hives. Walk, idiot, 
Walk <laughs> is her theme song in W. Like, you cannot, like, you can't write this any. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. Maybe they thought Carmella was going to win. They just saved that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, Carmella didn't win, so I guess we'll give this to Christy. Part of me was is wondering now if maybe Carmella is going to end up in the uh, like the celebrity of the Hall of Fame because WrestleMania was supposed to be in Tampa, and Jeff Garcia is a former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, so maybe the odds are in her favor. A little celebrity wing action for Carmella. Yeah, I mean she has a better resume than Drew Carey, so. <laughs> well, Dan, oh. it has been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. We'll be sure to have you back. I'm so happy that you had me on and uh, appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, once this whole thing settles down, let me know. I will swing out to Milwaukee or you come up to uh, Canada. We'll get you some Timbits. We'll have a good time. All right, buddy. Thanks for being on. All right. Thank you. Sam and I have a very popular YouTube channel called the Babyface Bullies. But we also like to watch a lot of YouTube channels, so we're going to do a segment we call YouTube Rewind. Yeah, it's rewind time. That's hot. Uh, this week we're focusing on the number one guy in AEW, Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara has his own vlog, which is genius level. It's genius level it because genius level. he makes you like him. But he also makes himself a bigger heel each week where you couldn't possibly cheer for him. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, and this week was the best of all. <laughs> Sam, what happened on this week? I don't even know. We got done watching. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> did we just watch? Um, His friend Joe. Yeah, Joe, who's like the punching bag of the show, basically. Yeah. So Joe had a match on AEW Dark, so Joe was with him traveling, and, like, the first half of the vlog is like, okay, haha, fun and games. <laughs> they get back to the hotel. They decide to, like, murder Joe? I think they murdered him before the hotel, and then they brought him to the... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So they... Get Joe him. is murdered. Joe's dead. Joe's dead. Joe's dead. And Sammy's trying to get rid of his body. They get him in the elevator and Janella. Joey Janela's in the elevator. So now Janela's in on it. And they're trying to like get up the elevator. At one point, like Trent is like getting in the elevator, but the elevator alarm is going off. And, <laughs> and Trent... you just see Trent saying, We've been tr doing this sketch for too long. The alarm's going off. Is this guy dead? Walks away. <laughs> That's it. Then <laughs> they like get up to their floor, they pull Joe out, and they have their suitcases with them still. So it's like yeah. literally right when they got back to the hotel from AEW Dynamite. So they have their suitcases, they pull Joe out, and then they're like, we need to get rid of Joe's clothes, because there's evidence. So they strip. They strip him, and then Janela decides to take off his underwear, which and brings Joe Nolan back to takes life. Off Joe's underwear, he's like, "Boop!" You whips see his, his ass, ass out. Ass. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "Hey guys, don't do that! Don't do that!" They're like, "Okay, okay, okay." Joe pulls his underwear back up, and you then know, they goes back kill to him being again. Dead. Kill him again. Yeah. So then they like go to move him again, 
And then Sammy like pulls off Joe's underwear. This <laughs> was so full ass again. <laughs> then this random ass guy comes out. Would you? I still don't know if he was in on it or it's just a random. I don't think he was. Hotel just guest. like a random Florida guy because they go in his. They drag the body into his room. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, guy, like, what are you doing?" The guy's like, "I don't know." The guy's drunk as fuck. Yeah, he's got bush light, a bottle of vodka, and then he had like ten thousand dollars in cash. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, Sammy picks up the cash, like, what the fuck are you doing with all this money? And he had, like, a luggage cart in his room. Yeah, it was very odd. So they, like, put you on the luggage cart. And Sammy walks over and, like, he's, like, pulling out all the booze, which is, like, Fleischman's lime. Right. He's like, what is this? And Sammy just takes the booze and, like, dumps it on Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Which, again, brings Joe back to life. Because he just shaved his chest nipple. and the burns his nipples. Like, I think we'll just stop talking about it there. But like, yeah, it's, it's not one of the funniest things I've seen in 2020, period. Like, not just because I'm a wrestling fan, not because I like Sammy. Like, yeah, it was so funny. Also, there's a part where Sammy's practicing learning Judas yeah. to sing Judas at AEW Dynamite. <laughs> That's funny, too. The thing about Sammy, too, is I'm pretty sure he's straight edge. And it's like, you watch this, and how is that possible? He's on that bang energy, man. You don't know what's in that bang energy, man. (laughs) I sure don't. Bang! So I definitely recommend watching Sammy Guevara's blog. I think it's called This Never Happened. We'll link it. 10 out of 10. We'll watch again. Hilarious. Also. On YouTube this week, we had a trailer drop for The Big Show Show, which is a TV show on Netflix starring The Big Show. Now, we haven't had a chance to watch this trailer yet, so we're going to watch this trailer and then we're going to talk a little bit about the show. Aiden Lights, Strokes, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my son! Okay, we're in a... Huh? Your dad's the big show? It's been a <laughs> since I retired from wrestling, so I want to get in as much family time. Wait, is he retired? It's just for the show. It's just for the show. How'd they give permission to use those clips? This is WWE's a producer. Oh, fuck. Wait, I love a good sister fight. Oh, three daughters. Oh, my God. How will you survive with all that estrogen? He's such a big man. Is that Urkel? Oh, Dad's such a sweetheart. Wow, they're already going, they're done with the funny parts and now the emotional parts? Yeah. The big moments. You know, you're the parent, right? I forget that sometimes. Okay. He just parts the shark. 
big show. The big show. The big show. Wait. The little show. What's his? <gasps> what the? What the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Get that thing away from me. <laughs> Yes, but later when I'm in the bath. I think I saw half a second of McFoley. What? No way. As Santa? Um. Hmm. So. Hmm. That looks really bad. Yeah. Do you think that the show writers knew that he was seven feet tall? Because there was no. You would think that would be like the whole premise of the show. Like, me big and strong. Me don't. Me no dad good. I think that was the premise of the show. But every clip was just like, it was like him being Kevin James, you know? It's like, <laughs> I'm the dad, but I'm stupid because I'm, I'm a guy. I'm a mall cop. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, how about this question for Fantasyland? What would be your ideal episode of the Big Show show? Okay, the Big Show show. <sighs> so, we established he has three daughters in the show. And from that trailer, probably like stereotypical, but maybe would be a good platform on Netflix. Like one of them's or all of them are going through, they're going through puberty, like getting their period and big shows like, me don't know, what does tampon? And he has to like go to the store and get tampons like, oh, hilarious. Oh my God, a man buying tampons. But then he's like, no way, I do this for my wife every month. I know exactly what they are. Wow. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Here's how to put it in. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know why you're going straight to a very special episode of a It's big not show. a very special episode. It should be normalized. Like, yes. who cares if a guy's buying tampons? Like, that's that could be a platform. Okay, my ideal episode would be his oldest daughter. You know, she's probably like 15 or 16, but she wants to be 18, so she gets like a fake ID, starts going to clubs. Next thing you know, these Russians kidnap her, right? And they call him, and they're like, hey, hey, dude, you want your daughter back? You got to give us a lot of money. And he says, I'm the big show. I've got a very special set of skills, and I'm coming to get her motherfucker and then just like big show to the russian mafia like choke slam through tables do you come up with that on your own wwe studios call me fuck all man will we watch every episode no we'll no. watch one and then be like wow we'll, we'll let you know what was that um remember that like camp wwe i think we oh. made through half of one yeah like ooh, what rough 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 a dog's life so, Big Show is clearly our actor of the week. Who is your wrestler of the week? Oh, my wrestler of the week, it was a really it was a really tough call. As usual, I say that every week. I really wanted to say Brandy. I'll give honorable mention to Brandy. Ring announcer of the week. Ring announcer of the week. Her fucking reaction when Sammy was making out with the fo the caricature of her hilarious yeah. she's iconic i think she's really like finding her stride in AEW, which i think she could be really successful if she is able to find right just a lane which is like 
be mostly yourself. Don't be a right. witch. Right. <laughs> but anyway. I mean, I get it. I would probably be the same way. Like, I want to try this. I want to try this. That would be cool if I was a witch. It would be cool if I was right. Could wear sparkly stuff and blah blah blah. So I get it. But mm-hmm. my wrestler of the week didn't have a match this week, as far as we know. Maybe on dark. I don't know. But it's Sheeta. She's been blowing up on my social media this week. Last week, I didn't tell you this. I meant to tell you this, but it came up on Instagram. Of like, I logged in, I opened Instagram, and there was her photo. She posted, like, Do you guys like my new gear? I sewed it myself. Blah, blah, blah. I liked it. Then I like scroll down a little. I see one like. I was the only like. Because she posted it like 10 seconds ago. <laughs> I was like, oh, now I'm the creep who likes Sheeta's photos like right away. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. So then she's been like posting on Twitter and Instagram like karaoke videos. And she's a really good singer. And apparently her brother like put together her entrance music. Mm. And she like sews. She makes her ring gear. And she's been doing these, like, dancing choreography videos. Like, she's really cool. She's, like, a really cool person. So, even though she didn't have a match this week, as far as we know, Hikaru Shita is my wrestler of the week. Vintown, who is your wrestler of the week? My wrestler of the week is stunning Steve Austin. There is a WWE Network free trial, or not free trial, but, like, Certain things are free on WWE Network. But the only things that are free are WWE pay-per-views, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and WWE Originals. Well, the only thing I want to watch on WWE Network is WCW. So the life hack that I found would be to go to the DVDs part, the documentaries part, and then find the best of WCW DVDs, which is what I did last night. And I found uh, Hollywood Blondes versus Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. Class of the Champions. It's a good time. And, you know, he's just always been great. A lot of people like to act like he was nobody in WCW. And then he went to WWF and they're just like, oh, we're going to turn you into something great. But it's like he was always something great. He just needed the opportunity. You know, and even with his little shitty blonde haircut, he was the man. He'll always be the man. Love me some Steve Austin. So he's my wrestler of the week. Who cares? Ain't nobody wrestling out there. That's it for this week. We do have some new YouTube videos up. We got a great video that Sam made. The wrestlers of TikTok. Spoiler alert. Ryback. Ryback. Is the best at TikTok. Oh, yeah. You should watch that. I also did a really weird video that if you get You didn't do it. Our neighbor Steve sent it (laughs) to us. Steve made it. (laughs) Yeah, so that's all we got. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Hope y'all are doing well. Tune in next week or maybe midweek. Maybe we'll start doing this every day. I don't know. Our brains are falling apart. Speaking for myself only. (laughs) Yeah, well now we just got to bid you adieu. Good night. And good luck. Mwah. Bang. However that goes. I love you, daddy. (laughs) My superhero.